Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? You are listening to... Comedy Club for Kids presents... What, what? I always like that as a way of saying hello, but then I think either the person you're talking to, or like in this case when I can't hear you because selfishly you don't all do your own podcast responding to this one, I mean, come on everyone, but what should happen is someone says, what, what, and then in response it should be this, this, or that, that, or even this what or if you're doing electrical engineering then it might i suppose be a really important question you know you could be saying what what and the response could be twelve thousand watts now plug it in and let's play loud music on my electric dustbin or something like that so sorry uh what what radio nonsense listeners and yes here is another one of the official comedy club for kids podcast suitable for all ages from <laughs> two And everything in between. What what have you been up to this week? I've been... Oh, hang on a minute. What have I been doing this week? What what day is it today? Sunday? But it was Sunday yesterday. And I'm pretty sure it was Sunday the day before that. Am I stuck in a month of Sundays? Oh, no. I didn't realise it was that time of year. That means all the things that will never happen in a month of Sundays are going to start occurring any minute now. Yep, there's the flying pigs. Oh, and there's the cows coming home and I've only just tidied up. And yeah, the frogs have grown hair. Oh, but that one has a very splendid moustache. Yeah, you're welcome. And... (laughs) The chickens have grown teeth. I'd better put some toffees out for them. Oh, let me check the calendar. Yes, it says it's August the 36th, which is a Sunday, obviously. I hate it when this happens. I'll just have to try to remember what I did last time to fix this. I definitely did something... Because it only went on for about 16, 17 Sundays last time. Maybe I just tried to sleep through it. be tricky with all that noise. Well, I'll have a thing, but while I do, um, firstly, thank you to Kadoc who sent in a farting turkey, which... <laughs> 
now has teeth too. Well, that is terrifying. Thank you, K-Doc. Um, and also to Moo Moo W for the lovely review on Apple Podcasts, saying it brings happy tears to their eyes, which I think are the best tears. Though, if you don't want to cry at all while listening, may I suggest wearing glasses as it blocks out the fumes that come from this podcast. Oh, no, wait, hang on. That might be onions. Or maybe that's farting turkeys. It's very hard to say, but my eyes are definitely watering now. Oh, actually, no, that's because the frogs are using hairspray. Stop it. Stop it. Um, if you like this show, you too can write a review. Oh, I'm a poet, but don't know it. Um, you can write a review on any of the podcast sites like Apple Podcasts or Audible or Big Henry's Pod Jamboree. I don't think that one exists, but hey, you may as well try. And if you'd like to send in a question to be answered on the show, a joke you've made up that you'd like me to read out, or, well, you just want to send in anything else at all, do ask your custard need whinge boxes. I'm sorry grown-ups to help you email me at podcast.comedyclubforkids.co.uk even more importantly though if i ever escape this month of tuesdays oh sundays wednesdays oh i don't even remember what day it is anymore well then we're going to do a radio nonsense live at the south bank center in london at 2 30 p.m on wednesday october the 26th your grown-ups can grab tickets at southbankcenter.co.uk or in the ticket link at the podcast blurb um for this episode and i've been told loads of you are already coming which is very exciting but it does mean if you still would like to come you do have to grab tickets very very quickly i'm pretty certain linda said she would be there i'm sure she did linda linda will you be at radio nonsense live linda <laughs> no that's just the farting turkey oh well where is linda who is linda Anyway, we'll see. Um, you can also check out our other Comedy Club for Kids shows, including some very special Christmas ones that are going to be happening in December around the UK at comedyclubforkids.co.uk. And you can grab our T-shirts and book at comedyclubforkids.store. Ah, oh, no, now the chickens are biting through the internet wires, the cows are demanding to watch TV, and the frogs just keep combing their lovely hair, which is quite nice. Oh, and yet yeah, the moon's gone blue now, and it's the daytime. Right, look, I'm going to work this out. While I do, you make sure that you listen to this most importantest bit. What's Today on the podcast, I am joined by none other than Phil O'Shea, also known as Philly Ocean. Phil O'Shea, who is 76% made of hay, and of course, as all our Kenya Wandan speaking listeners know him, Reka Gukaganda Gira Karoti Yanji Ye. But of course, Phil, what you're most famous for is your lifelong record of avoiding eye contact with any marsupials, for your best selling 4,000 page debut novel telling the story of a rock that doesn't do anything titled, Well, It's a Rock, Isn't It? And of course, your pioneering new style of mindfulness where you go about doing normal activities but while not actually paying attention to any of them and therefore feeling calm um phil it's, it's lovely to have you on the show how are you doing i'm good thanks it's nice and sunny today which is always good yeah uh, as they say yeah if you've got sun there i where i am it is immensely grey it's a bit like being in a black and white film and uh oh dear yeah i'm, th- I'm quite i jealous. can imagine that though <laughs> yeah do you feel are people speaking in a sort of more old fashioned voice as well with the black and white vibe that you've got going on, like a clip sort of? Yes, very clipped tones. And then what's really weird is every now and then they move their lips, nothing comes out, and there's just a sort of subtitle yeah. below them of words. And I have to be quite quick to to get that um, because you don't you don't normally look at their knees for for yeah. conversations. It's tricky. I mean, I don't know how 3D you're at finding things where you are. It's quite a 3D sort of experience. Like I'm, like if I'm not 
anywhere near an aquarium but if i was to look at one it's almost like the fish are right there in front of oh you oh my goodness and you don't you know have to I wear mean. special glasses or anything or no glasses it's just right there i mean my hands i hope the listeners at home can imagine i'm putting my hand in front of my face mm. and it's almost as if it's there wow right there in front of me. wow that's got to be quite disconcerting hasn't it i mean i'd, I'd find that a bit disorientating possibly get a bit dizzy at times yeah yeah <laughs> i'll just have a lie down after this this is the main thing i've got to do today so oh that's good that's uh, good when you yeah. lying down i suppose that'll be on it because I'm, I'm sort of worried about how you're going to lie down if the bed's actually there without sort of bumping into it or without hurting yourself on yeah it. you sort of have to train yourself to remember well it's not really there it's just uh illusion isn't it yes that's all part of my mindfulness as well right <laughs> well that's what i thought because you're so good at this i mean and, and it's interesting here you saying that it's, it's throwing you off a bit that things are 3d because i thought based on what i've i've read uh from your readings which obviously i didn't pay attention to while i read them because that's that's almost the first thing you recommend in the book is don't pay attention yeah. to any of this but I, I the bit i do remember is that you basically said um you know, like you don't well, you didn't even really pay attention to doing it don't pay attention to anything you know that's your whole sort of ethos isn't it well i don't even remember writing the book that's the weird <laughs> thing about right. it of course of course and the thing is that when you um when you read it it basically says it's all in your mind anyway so you don't need to read it you sort of know it already so right in a lot of ways it's the best kind of book to have i think it's, i mean it's amazing isn't it it's because it, it's been a best selling book but obviously no one's no one's you tell no one to read it no, and they don't need to really. Well, that's fantastic. Um, that is fantastic. Yeah, but you don't—you don't remember writing the book. So, are you even aware that you've kind of come up with this new style, or do you have to keep being reminded? And I suppose you don't pay attention to the people that remind you. No, I think you really hit on something when you said about not paying attention. <laughs> I think I think it's it is a secret to life sometimes if you just don't focus on what's happening just focus on what is in front of you mm. like your hand for example I'm, i hope the listeners at home can imagine i'm putting my hand in front of my face again um if you just imagine that and you can do that yourself or just imagine doing it and don't do it it's the same result really that's why i say wow. That's I mean I mean we've started quite big here and I do hope yeah. again, you know we've started quite big because I I didn't want to I didn't want to ask you because obviously this is you know this is your career you're, you're a guest on the podcast I don't want to jump in and immediately go Phil give us your your guide to life give us all your tips you know but but the listeners right there they've got to imagine putting their hand in front of their face and that is that's going to be hard for some of them some of them probably never put their hands in yeah. front of their face before in their lives yeah well I would invite you to try it now. And just see what it looks like because it's quite amazing. People talk about knowing uh, uh, a root as well as the back of their hand. I would say I know the front of my hand about the same as I know the back. Wow. So I would just look at the back and then imagine what the front is like or vice versa. That's amazing. Can I give it a go? Phil, do you mind if, you know, I don't want to interrupt our chat. But can I give it a go? Because I mean, I don't think I've ever put my hand in front of my face before. I'm going to just... uh... Yeah, give it a go. Oh my goodness. That's weird. It's quite good. There's a whole hand there. I had no idea. It's almost like it's right in front of you. That's what's trippy about it. Yes, it's fascinating actually. And there's like fingers there and a thumb and I mean... I just sort of, I don't think I'd really realised before. It's, it's nice when you sort of pause to really take these things in. Yeah. Um, you can read people's fortunes as well yeah. by looking at their hands. Um, I'm just looking at mine now and I'm seeing, I'm, uh, I'm going to be looking at that for a while now. That's what I'm predicting. Right. Yep. 
and that home you can imagine I'm still looking at it and that sort of pays off what I said about my prediction yes yes yes. I mean that was very accurate it's it's amazing (laughs) looking at you still looking at your hand after you've said you predict you I mean and it's that's phenomenal and I don't think many people have got skills like that it's really remarkable actually it's it's wonderful watching it in in action um I'm sorry to listeners that you can't see this happening but let me tell you Phil's looked at his hand for he's still looking really um I'm still looking and there's more there than I even imagined first time around so yes yes is it are people normally happy when you when you predict their their fortune I mean I don't know if you I suppose people predict their own fortunes you just you don't look at other people's hands do you yeah, no, I tend to just look at my own hand and imagine what I'm going to do next, which is more hand looking. So mm. I think it's sort of I've figured out the sort of things I'm likely to do yeah. through experience, through watching the sort of things I do. And then I guess the sort of things I'm going to do in the future. But I'd advise you at home to do the same thing. If you're not sure what you're going to do next, just think about what you did yesterday and then it's probably similar it's amazing i mean i've, I've got to just you know i'm gonna be i'm gonna be boring here i'm gonna be a boring grown-uppy type you know fart face grown-up but you know are there things that the listeners have to be wary of because i'd worry like you, you say if you're gonna look at your hand and then suddenly there's a glove on it that's gonna be quite a shock or what if you're holding a spoon you didn't realize it you know do you have to be careful Yes. I mean, hands have a lot of power, I would say. So you've got to watch out. And um, if you are wearing the gloves, I would just ask who put those gloves on. If it was you that put them on, you're probably all right. Mm. Um, although those yellow ones, the, um, the washing up gloves are always fun. They tend to be yellow, don't they? Yes, yes. I could Don't quote me on that, but more often than not, they're yellow. And I've always wondered why that would be. Yeah, I mean, I... Do you know what? I, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure and I've not looked into it. I wonder if it's so that you don't mistake them for like a plate. Like, because often you like, cause yeah. you don't really, you don't often get, I mean, maybe people do get yellow plates. I don't think I've got any yellow plates. Don't think home. I've seen one. Everything here is black and white. So, so then therefore the yellow gloves really stick out. So you're like, then what, I'm not the weird wash thing up. as well, if you had a, if you had a fried egg on a yellow plate, mm. Um, and then the yolk was exactly the same colour. It would, might look like you, your egg just had a hole in the middle of it, That'd like a awful. sort of donut-egg combo. And that's not what you want to be thinking about when you're just trying to have a nice fried egg. Yeah, and then you'd make another fried egg because you think this one might not have a hole in it. And then, of course, you'd lose the whole, you'd lose the yolk. Again. I mean, you'd end up with about 15 eggs. And, yeah. Um, yeah. It's a terrible No situation. one wants that. No, no. I, can, I think you're absolutely right. And the scrambled eggs, of course would entirely disappear yeah it's a good system but if you want to camouflage yolks mm. i'd go with the yellow plate that's true it's whole sweet corns whole whole corn on the cobs could uh mm. could go so i suppose if there's someone that doesn't like sweet corn you would like them to eat sweet corn you could put it on a yellow plate and they wouldn't know it was even there to eat it it would feel like you were eating nothing yeah yeah but i think that's i, I mean i would assume that's why a lot of people don't have I'm just I'm just guessing here. There's there's listeners you can write in if you've got yellow plates, but generally I assume no one in the world has any and therefore they made gloves yellow so that when you wash plates you know that your hands aren't plates and therefore you won't wash them and they can remain disgusting. Yeah, that's a good system. I don't enjoy I don't think many people enjoy it. Well, I say that doing the washing up when you're in the right mood it can be all right. Mm. Mm. But it tends to not be when there's a big pile of dishes that you want to do it. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, it's not like there's, hmm. when there's like one one fork or something. That's quite fun. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Is it, but I, I mean, I, I guess for you, if you're not paying attention to any of it anyway, you, you sort of do the washing up without realizing you've done it. Or, or no, I was yeah. just come in. I just came in from the kitchen just now, and it's all been done. Amazing. There's no one else here, so I can only guess it's me doing it. That's fantastic. Ah. It sounds really, I mean, it just sounds like a nice way to be. And, you know, and I hope, you know, I, I, I won't forget, you know, I won't mind, I should say, if we get to the end of this podcast and you haven't realised you've done it, I will, I will understand. Yeah. And that may be the best, maybe the best thing to do, I suppose, depending on yeah. how it goes. Yeah. And, and I, I was going to ask how you are, but I'm, I'm guessing you're sort of um, quite relaxed. I'm quite relaxed. Yeah. I, I, you know, the sun definitely did cheer me up. Mm. Nice bit of sunshine. It does make you think if you were wearing those marigolds and gloves, That's the, I think they tend to call the yellow gloves marigolds. If you're holding them up in front of the sun, mm. it might look like your hand had just gone. Oh, goodness. That's actually mm. quite terrifying. Yeah, so maybe won't do that, but yeah. just just know that the sun's there. Wow. Well, yeah, that's um, – my goodness. I wonder how many people have had that terrifying moment. They're washing the dishes – and then, and then they put their hand up at the sun, and and then it's like my hand's gone now. Now how am I going to wash up the dishes? Yeah, I've got no hand. And then they just move their hand back closer to the dishes, and well, it's right there. Yeah, that's, but that's too much. I mean, this is you know again, but just back to your your mindfulness. Life can be so stressful with these things like that that catch you out that you're not expecting, and and you know maybe it's just best to not be paying attention to any of it in the in the first place. Where it's, I feel like we've all learned something already. We, you know, we haven't even got to the questions that I need to ask you, Phil. I, I feel mm-hmm. like this has already been a really useful exercise in in mindfulness. Who knows? Some of our listeners may already be asleep, um, but, but feeling so yeah. relaxed. <laughs> I they, wouldn't blame they them. They may have passed out with, with sheer just feelings of calmness. Uh, possibly even before we started the interview, they, they might have gone to sleep. I, I'm not sure. But, um, but there are questions that I do have to ask you. There's one very important question, but before we get there, the the admin questions um the first one is is that of course this is an audio podcast which uh, you may or may not be uh, aware of and that's obviously why the listeners couldn't see you looking at your hand um and what it means is that they listen to this sometimes mostly with their ears but they could also listen with their knees their bums we don't discriminate however they choose mm-hmm. um and i just wondered that because it's audio if you had a favorite noise that you could either tell us about or preferably make for us well so i've got a couple i quite like But I slightly prefer. Wow, I couldn't really hear them. I hope. So, so... I... Could you not really pick them up? No. I'll try and do them a bit louder. Okay, so it's quite good, and then. Wow, wow! <laughs> but they're very quiet. I mean, they're 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 very impressive. Very quiet sounds. What what would you say those are? I don't, I wouldn't want to guess. I think they're both is. I've heard them referred to as whistling, whistle, wh- whistling. Yes, but they're but yeah. two different types of whistle. One almost, one almost more sort of like again very calming, I'd say, but one almost a bit creepy. Mm-hmm. I just wonder if, yeah, you, if they're I different think, uses. I don't know that they've both got their own things that recommend them because is good, but then just generally feels a bit happier. Yes, yes. Yeah, so I suppose it depends on how... Do people whistle when they're miserable? It's not something... Because, you know, when people are happy, yeah. they tend... You know, you think of people walking along, whistling, going... 
I'm really happy. But then you don't think of people, I'm having a terrible day. Yeah, it's it's something that you could do. I could see why it could work, but it tends to not happen. I think there's something about actually pursing your lips that requires quite a lot. It's close to a smile Mm. and it requires a bit of, focus that you might not have when you're feeling really down i would say yes uh, so when you're going to go in for the frowny kind of face what's the natural noise that you're gonna go <laughs> it, it's not it's, whistling doesn't seem as uh, i'm at home if you imagine i'm sort of doing a frown as i speak and it's sort of just naturally coming i'll try and whistle from that yeah, it doesn't it doesn't quite noise. work yeah. yeah, it's quite. I I I wonder if if you are sad and you whistle, it it just cheers you up naturally because it is too hard, not like it's too hard not to be happy when you're whistling. Yeah, yeah. hope so. I mean, it, it's quite a big question, really. And we've got the bigger questions, obviously, to come. But you know, tr- the, uh, trains whistle, don't they? Sometimes, do you think they're mm-hmm. always? Ha- does that mean they're always happy? Old kettles, not probably. Listeners won't really have a kettle that whistles now, but they used to whistle and. Uh, she yeah, and referees, referees, of course. There's, uh, they're probably happy about something. Mm, they've got a lot of... Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Famously happy people, aren't they, referees? Happy as a referee, that's the expression. It is. Yeah, they're always happy. They're always like, oh, you've messed up again. Ha ha! Yeah. That's, that's what they say, isn't it? Things like that. And Yeah. yeah. Uh, police get them, I guess. Or that's more of an old thing. Do they still use them? I don't know. I don't know, the old actually. fashioned in your black and white film world, you'd see a lot of um, yes. police There's with loads, whistles. Absolutely loads here, loads of police with whistles. Um, but again, when they blow on them, there's just a little like it just says at the bottom of the, of their legs like wee. It doesn't. So it doesn't yeah. actually whistle. It's very weird, um, very confusing. And a lifeguard. Well, there's you know people at um, swimming pools. It's often lifeguards, isn't it? Sometimes they have whistles. Mm. Or in like, but when if you like go uh, row a boat on a on a lake. There's always someone with a whistle just to tell you when to bring the boat back. Yeah, it's a nice noise. Mm. I think we should expand it out. And I think we should expand whistle use to other professions mm. as well. Um, just that the checkout in a supermarket having a whistle could be good. That'd be like speed it? things up, mm. you know, if it's if you're not doing the self-service and you're just in a long queue, just get someone whistling to move things along could be good. I think that's a really And yeah. if if you've not if you've got six items in a five items or less queue, <laughs> you just get the whistle and give you a red card. Yes. And I yeah. I I like the idea. I mean I, I very much like the idea of whistling in in sort of supermarket use, but I like the idea generally of um card based punishments for people that can't yeah. use the key properly and then you'd be like where you're like if you come back to the supermarket and mess up again you're out forever or red card you yeah. can never ever come here again and buy bread yeah it's a harsh system but i feel it would be mm-hmm. useful well well thanks for that. i mean it's great noise thank you for that and 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 uh really thank appreciate you. that and and of course the other question i have to ask you for this show this is very important is that this is a family-friendly show it's suitable for for all ages you can possibly imagine can, can you imagine an age uh ooh, 32 yeah absolutely absolutely suitable for 32 that's that is correct any age you can imagine except 100 long story but every other age mm-hmm. absolutely suitable and so i just need to check if there are any rude words you won't be saying 
uh, on this episode so we can make sure it's safe? Um, I won't be saying uh, onion. Oh, yeah, no, don't please don't say onion. That is wow. Yeah, that's awful. We would get a lot of complaints. I hate to have to bring it up, but I'm just I won't say it. No, please don't say onion. I mean, I think it brings people to tears, uh, literally. So it's a, it's a, yeah, it is a terrible word. Um, and I, I I appreciate you not saying. If you could also, well, I'm I'm not sure. I think I think onions is fine. I think you're okay to say onions. Um, and I think I think you're allowed to know your onions on the show. Yes. Yes. But yeah. But one single onion. No. Will not pass my lips. No, no, don't, please don't. I'd have to cut it up first. Yes. And then... Yeah, and, and probably cook it. I mean, it's very hard to eat yeah. a raw onion. Uh... Just a whole raw onion in one. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you'd be particularly happy about it either. I think not only would it upset mm. listeners, I think it would upset you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it would be a really horrible experience. I wouldn't enjoy watching it, I have to say. I. I... It's, it just looks so much like an apple that there's something in me that wants to just take a bite out of one mm. you feel how bad could it be and then another part of you thinks oh, it might not be great be awful if you haven't um, peeled you know if you've still got that papery bit on the outside it's mm. it's like the world's worst present because it just have you yes you, just, you unwrap it and it's oh no all stingy in the eyes yeah it's a i do yeah. find that it's, a, it's tricky when you're peeling an onion to know when to stop because there's always more that you could keep peeling off. Um, I don't know if there's a really clear answer on that. <laughs> no, I, don't, I, don't, I, I think it's potentially you can peel forever. It just, you yeah. know, I think you just have to get some really small levels of, it's so tiny that you need sort of scientific instruments to peel the last layers, yeah. Yeah, once you start breaking it down into subatomic particles, then you probably peel too far. Yes, and then and then you what you suddenly you're peeling away, you know, parts of reality, and and yeah. end up creating a sort of wormhole through which there's more onions, intergalactic ones. I mean, I've I've heard it can get quite dangerous, and yeah. So I'd say just make sure there's someone to supervise you if you're ever peeling an onion. Yes, that's the main message. Do you do you peel onions without realizing it? Then are you regularly sort of when you do you sort of walk away and go, oh, there's twelve onions peeled, and I had no idea. Yeah, I do, but they do actually make my eyes water a bit, and it's hard not to notice that. Sure, and uh, that that brings you back. Um, yes, yes, and I think one of the reasons, again, why why onion saying the word onion at least on this show, it's awful, awful because you can't even not think about it. Yeah, it's hard not to. Yeah, well, well, thank you for thank you for not saying onion. I also won't say onion, and and uh, okay, we know we know this episode is is, is now safe. Um. Now, listen, the main reason I've asked you on the show, obviously, I mean, it's, it's a delight to have you anyway, but the main reason is we've had this Thanks. question in from um, somebody whose name is A Smasher Bash, and then it says US, or it might be us. I don't know if there's two of them, uh, or they're in the US. And I assume by US they mean United States, but they could be underwater snails. I don't I don't know. Umbrella, um, yeah. sick. I don't, yeah. No, I, there's a lot to guess. I don't know if A Smash, A Bash... If that's just the first name, or or a series of names, yeah, or if the A is like Aaron Smash Adam Bash, and it's the, and us, maybe that's why it says us afterwards. Is it, there's a lot of questions I have about who it is that sent this in, 
And I don't have those answers. But hopefully you've got the answers to their questions, which there's two questions here. Would you like them one at a time or both all at once? Um, Let's do one at a time. OK, well, the, the, the first one, which and this is a big this is a big question, right? It's a big question. OK, the a smasher bash from us says, do rhinos fart on lions? It's a good question. Um, you see them kicking about in the same part of the world. So I would assume that there's going to be rhinos if they do fart, which it's hard to imagine an animal not yeah. farting. Uh, if they do, I'm sure they fart near lions. But the most interesting part of that question to me is the word on, mm. which seems to imply there's a situation where this rhino is on the back of the lion maybe riding it around like a horse wow. now i would definitely like the listeners at home to imagine that if you can just imagine this rhino riding around on the back of a lion and then at that point if a fart happens that's going to be the least of anyone's worries but i, I think it would happen then and it would be on the lion i mean that's that's a fascinating thing to i mean i i that's a fascinating thing to imagine. I wonder if there's also a chance because lions, particularly sort of male lions with their big old manes, they tend to just be asleep mm. a lot, don't they? You know, there's almost yeah. I wonder if rhinos have taken advantage of that and just sat on a lion, got quite comfy. Uh, that's let a good one point. Rip. Maybe just while it's having its sleep. Mm. Um, yeah, you've got to wonder what's going on in this rhino's mind, <laughs> whether if it really uses that that's what it wants to do. Uh, I guess I was imagining the riding situation because I thought it might be a side effect of just a fun. I can relate to wanting to ride around on a lion. Mm, of course. Um, but, yeah, I think the, your listener raises a very good question and I'm going to conduct some more research into it. Um, yeah, I mean, is there a, so, because there's, there's definitely a confidence that I'd have thought because rhinos are pretty big and I don't I don't know. And maybe your your you know, research that you will conduct will, will We'll explain this. I don't know where a rhino to fight a lion, and I'm sure it doesn't happen. I'm sure they will love each other very much. But where a rhino mm. to fight a lion, I'd have thought a rhino would have a pretty good chance in that it's got yes. big, thick skin, huge, like, horn on its nose, pretty tough. So I'd have thought that, like, whereas, like, a weasel would be a bit terrified to fart on a lion because you get yeah. a, you know, or a duckbill platypus or something, that you know. But I'd have thought a rhino could quite easily fart on a lion. And then if the lion was like, did you fart on me? The rhino could be like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, it's the ultimate power move, isn't it? It's and it happens in a lot of situations <laughs> where someone will do that just as a as a sort of uh, power move. I think the yeah the horn gives these um, rhinos a lot of power in their negotiations, um, and lions are pretty tiny as far as I can see. I don't know if you've ever um, for Pancake Day. I'm sure you know where I'm going with this, but you, you'll get that tin of golden syrup, yes. won't you? And there's often yes. a lion on the front, which I assume means there's a lion inside. And if they're anything, they're the right size to fit in one of them tins. They're pretty tiny. Yes. Whereas yes. I've never seen a rhino on the outside of any tin of anything. So presumably because they can't fit in. Gosh, that's a very good point. So, so, I mean, that's one option is you could get a, the rhino could sit on the tinned lion the lion wouldn't even know what's happening before you know it wow far you raise a good point because i've seen i remember seeing a lion at the zoo 
And I thought it was mm-hmm. far away because I could have sort of fit it between my fingers or, yeah. you know, or like I could cover it up with my thumb. But actually, I think maybe it was right by me and really small. I think they're quite small. I think they're smaller than you'd, um, than Hollywood would have you believe anyway. Yeah. So that, because um, there's a lion that roars at the beginning of some films. And yeah. I assume, so do you think they've got like a magnifying glass in front of it? Well, it's on the big screen, isn't it? If you watch him at home on your normal TV, he's tiny. Yes. He only looks imposing when you're out in the actual cinema. So there's obviously some... They're scaling him up, uh, definitely. Wow, I can't believe this terrible line illusion we've all been made to believe. And they're actually yeah. very small. And then, of course, you come into... If they are that small, as you say, rhinos could be farting on them all the time without even realising it. Yeah, it maybe it's maybe it's just an accident because um, I mean I there must be rhinos in films but not not as they haven't cornered the market as much as that MGM line at the start of the films there no um, I can't think of any big rhino based films you know no there's no sort of like rhino in New York or rhino versus predator or there's none of that you never get those sort of no. no, they seem. I I like them. I like their style, mm. but they just. I don't think they've ever had a franchise that's like put them at the center of it, which would be nice. Yeah, long overdue. Um, it's it's very sad actually. Now yeah. that you've said it, it's 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 very sad, and and I yeah, I I, I wonder what it would be that's that stopped them doing that. Is it the sort of filming them because there's always the big horn on their nose it can be quite tricky to do certain shots because all you see is that the big horn on their nose is that i mean that seems like a bit of a silly worry but yeah um i don't i don't know like so you've got the lions he's right there at the start of so many movies that aren't lion basically i mean the only lion you got there's a lot there's lion witch in the wardrobe mm-hmm. there's a wizard of oz you've got a lion in there the lion yeah. king yeah that he's in the title. Yeah. He's not just in the movie. I mean, and there's well, there's that little lamp before Pixar that comes and jumps about. Yes. yes. Um, but there's no little rhino jumping around at no. the start of any film I can think of. Which would maybe that would be the logical next step. Maybe, but and maybe this is why they're fighting on. Maybe the fighting online is out of jealousy. You know, maybe they want the Hollywood career, and. Uh... The only thing they can do is, is is quite petty, sort of farting on them as a, as a kind of, well, if I can't have the, these films, I'll fart on you. But if anything, the lions are better connected. If they're being farted on all the time, they're going to they're gonna make sure the rhinos don't get into Hollywood. Yeah, I think so. Wow. Well, well thank you. I mean, Phil, that is a lot to think about there. And I hope, I hope you do conduct research, although I dare say after we spoke about this, you won't remember that you've done it. And, and therefore, no, or maybe I probably the research, won't remember it. Yeah, unless you do the research without thinking about it as, as well, I suppose, which would be very helpful. Um, well, listen, the, the second question, there is a second question. Uh, and I should say, I, I don't know if this is directed at me, but I, I would like you to answer it anyway. But the um, a Smasher Bash has asked, and what do you have against yaks? Now, I think this is because I have on a previous podcast um, said some things about yaks. And I... I, I've said those because yaks are quite big and smelly and hairy, but I don't. I'm don't. I'm not really against yaks. I wonder. Do you have anything against yaks, Phil? I've got nothing against yaks. I just had one instant. Well, I used to work as a hairdresser, and it was just 
this one, it was the end of my shift and this yak came in oh. and I thought, there's all this hair, I'm going to have to, this is going to take me like three hours minimum to get, and I was frustrated in that moment. But nothing against yaks in general, but that one time, I just felt like if, you know, if a rhino had come in at that moment, I'd have been delighted because there's barely any hair on them. Mm, of course. But the yak... Yeah, it's the hair thing, I think. I, you know, I don't want to generalise, but that is kind of typical yak behaviour, that they'd wait till the yeah. very last minute, knowing that it will take you a whole day just to sort of give them a front, back and sides, and they will mm. still wait until it's it's nearly closing time. In the same way that they often sit right in the middle of, like, um, a three-seater on the bus so that you can't sit next to your friend because there's a yak in between you. They always do that. And there's a lot of that sort of behaviour you know, standing on the wrong side of escalators. Yeah. And, it, you know, the the thing, I was trying to clean up all the hair that I, you know, because you know what it's like in the barbers when you've, mm. when you've done that, there's a lot of hair on the floor. And it was, with this yak, there was a lot. And it knocked some of the um, gel, that the hair gel that was on the side, this yak knocked it over. I think it did it on purpose. And I got all tangled up in the, the gel and the hair and then i was walking out of there looking like chewbacca or you know a bigfoot or something and there was all these pictures of me in the papers you know we found bigfoot he's he's living in london and all and i just didn't have the heart to explain that i'd been and it was, was a yak attack essentially that it happened to me so as i say you know I, it's just that one incident but it was quite a strong um uh memory i have of it yes and it's still affecting um, it just doesn't you still got people sort of that camp outside waiting for a glimpse of, of this yeti yeah culture. always trying to get 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 photos of me and uh I've, i mean i've got rid of most of the mm. hair now so i don't know what they're i think they're just doing out of habit at this point but um i mean i just think yeah it, well that's very insensitive of the yak i'm sorry that you had to go through that and i'm i'm glad that you're sort of through through the worst of it now but it is that you know yaks do tend to exhibit that kind of behavior you know you rarely see them holding a door open for someone I, i've certainly never seen a yak do that um i've never seen a yak help anyone across the road um you know i've never seen the yak give anyone sweets for free no, i don't you know I've i've never seen doing nice things i would goodness i would say though if you wanted an animal to do an impression of a motorbike mm. i would choose a yak over a rhino because you've got the two mm. horns you could hold on to really it's like the handlebars so basically that if there's any sort of bike impression film going um just well a hairy bike film i would go for a yak no those yes. are guys aren't they the hairy bikers the hairy i've bikers, heard of them yeah. so yeah. they would if they're if they want to do a movie I'd just get in touch with a yak, probably. It's a great idea. Do you, you know, you're touching on this again, Phil. Do you think that they're, again, sad that they're not in the industry? You know, is it? would we solve a lot of these animal problems by just yeah. finding the correct parts for, for all of them? Yeah, you know, because you get, you get, there's, um, Madagascar's got a lot of animals in there. I don't recall any yaks in there. Nope, nope. Um, <sighs> Toy Story is, lacking yaks mm. 
Yeah. I mean, Lakyak, before you can solve a problem, you've got to name it. And I think what we're dealing here is Lakyak. Lakyak. Yak Lak? Yeah. Yak Lak. Yeah. I, no, I yeah. don't think no. I've seen a single yak in the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. I don't think so. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. No, I can't think of one. No. Oh, and Yak Man would be quite a good hero. Yes. Um, um, Not least because the others could. What sort would of, his powers be? Well, they could yeah. sit on his shoulders and hold his horse and pretend to be on a motorbike. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. The Yakmobile. Yeah. Yak attack. I mean, that's definitely a phrase, yeah. isn't it? It's time for Yak yeah. attack. Yeah. Stop yakking. Let's go. There's. I, I feel like yeah. there's a script there, but yeah. I suppose the argument would be then then you're employing a person to wear a yak costume. And it, again, I, I worry the yaks would feel misrepresented. You, yeah, you really want to give that job to a real yak. Yeah. Um, but, uh, could you have a yak yeah, I'd like to by see... a radioactive person and they could become man yak? Yeah, that's a good way around because it's normally it's Batman, isn't it? Spider-Man, man yak. So it's a yak that becomes a man, gets the powers of a man. That could be all yak woman, yak girl. It would, yeah, that would be a good twist on it, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, they suddenly wear pants. or, or I, Yeah. I don't know what other things people do that yaks don't. But they suddenly drink from a cup or, or use yellow marigolds or, you know, something that's... Uh, yeah. 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 Well, I... And the symbol when, for, when to call... Yak man is just they project in the sky just a silhouette of a man. It looks like um, <laughs> just looks like um, the toilet door, probably. Yes. Or, um, yeah, or a stop, uh, um, a traffic light sign. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be great, and it would be brilliant. And how many just normal humans would go? Oh, is that a giant toilet? Or yeah, <laughs> we. Or do they? Do they just need anyone? Yeah. But uh, only only man yak yak man would. Uh, I mean, look, I I feel Phil. I I don't know if you'd ever get round to this because obviously, you know, you, you probably wouldn't be aware of it if you did. But I feel like there's a pitch there, and and maybe it is up to you to help introduce yaks and and possibly even rhinos into the the cinematic industry. Well, I'm certainly going to write it up as a treatment, and I'll see what I can do. Um, I do like this idea. Yeah, I think you've got to think who is the villain in Yakman's story. Mm. Um, Batman has his uh, Joker. Yeah, Superman's got Lex Luthor. Who is Yakman? The herder. The, the herder who, who, mm. who knows exactly how to get a yak into a small contained gated area. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I guess we have to talk to a yak and see what it is that they really want. <laughs> and who they really dislike. Um, yeah. But it could be you. It could be you they dislike because that's why they turn up to get their hair cut so late. Yeah, they probably, yeah, it could be the hairdresser could be the villain. Yeah. Because the yak has a lot of its, like Samson, they get their power from their big hair. Um, so, the yeah, the... The hairdresser with his scissors. I can I can see it in my mind. The hairdresser villain character. Yeah, the the yeah. I think the hair, the hair, the barber the hairdresser. It's got a good title to it, definitely. Yeah, lovely stripy outfit with giant scissors. 
yeah yeah i I mean i you know i i i'm gonna you know i i I think that this clearly is your calling in life and i say that knowing full well that after we've had this conversation you won't have remembered or paid attention to any of it um and and it won't happen but i thank you for answering a smasher bash's his question um and have you got an exciting uh rest of the day or or do you not really know and, and won't be paying attention to it i'm just gonna see i think i'll um uh look at my hand in front of my face again mm. try it with the glove on with the glove off um yeah that's me for the rest of the day sounds absolutely just calming and, and delightful thank you so much phil for for joining us on the show oh you're welcome Thanks so much to Phil O'Shea for having time to answer Smasher Bash's question. Smasher Bash, I do hope you liked your answer. And if not, why not write your complaint on a lion and hopefully a rhino will fart it away and I'll never have to see it. If you are listening to this in Aberdeen, um, Phil has his absolutely brilliant physical comedy family show, Soup Group, at the Aberdeen Comedy Festival on October the 9th at 1.30pm at the Aberdeen Arts Centre. And it is brilliant, brilliant fun for everyone of all possible ages from... Well, you, you know what I mean. Um, I'll pop a link in the podcast blurb for your custard need whinge boxes. Sorry, grown-ups to check out. Don't forget, if you'd like a question answered on this show or you want to send in anything at all, then do get those same grown-ups to help you email us at podcast at comedyclubforkids.co.uk. Also, please come see Radio Nonsense Live at the Southbank Centre in London on October the 26th, and you can grab tickets for that at southbankcentre.co.uk. And you can check out our other shows at comedyclubforkids.co.uk and all our Radio Nonsense merch at comedyclubforkids.store. And I've just checked, and all deliveries for that will arrive by Sunday. Oh, no, wait, hang on. Oh, that's for me, isn't it? Because I'm still in a month of Sunday, so everything happens on a Sunday. Please stop eating my food, cows. If you are now home, at least go shopping and maybe just clean up a bit. It's disg- You've just left pats everywhere. Those cows are unbelievable. I, just, I can't remember how to stop this. Last time, I got stuck in a month of Sundays and I had four pigs fly through the window. And one frog opened up a hairdresser salon in the bathroom, which was very annoying. There were frog hairs everywhere. And then I got so angry, I, um, hmm, let me think, what did I do? What did I do? Shush! Right, oh, wait, I've got it, yes. I remembered, oh, that's it, I remembered to turn the page on my calendar. Silly me. There you go. Right. All done. Now, shoo, cows, and the moon is no longer blue, and that frog looks very sad. Its moustache has fallen off. I'm, I'm sorry, frog. It did make you look very dapper indeed. Hopefully, this month will be a lot more sensible. What does it say there on the calendar? A moth of Sundays. What does that mean? Is that a, is that a spelling mistake? A moth of Sundays? What does that mean? That's very weird. Ah, a giant moth! Go away! I'm here every Sunday. Come see me moth around. I'll nibble your favourite jumpers live and be really annoying around lights every Sunday. Woohoo! What? What? Ah! You have been listening to Comedy Club for Kids Presents. Radio Nonsense. Radio Nonsense. Radio Nonsense. Radio Nonsense! Radio Nonsense! It's the end.